Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Oh, I am feeling good this morning. What's good, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports betting, and it is not close. Now, as always, we were also the most transparent show in sports betting. Last night, kind of a ho-hum day, had a bunch of check marks, but that Thursday night dud, Patriots couldn't score anything. Josh Allen didn't nearly need to do anything. So kind of lost a little bit of juice, but nothing crazy. Now, as always, it's a busy day at the brand on Fridays. In addition to our morning show, we have a very special start time for Early Edge and 5 at 3.30 Eastern time. That's because Sienna Jad, Prop Stars, and Uncle Dave at 4 p.m. Eastern. It's our Week 13 player prop extravaganza that you can't miss. You got to watch it live because the numbers move very, very quickly. Now... <clears throat> There are certain days that are just bigger than others. There are certain days where you just feel like you need a little pick-me-up. Well, that's exactly what this day is every single week. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please stand up. And I say welcome to Big Pick Energy. The Championship Week edition, and look who's back. First and foremost, he is the czar of the playbook. Emory Hunt, welcome to Championship Weekend. It is a great weekend, Coach and Chip, because we have a lot to talk about. We got free football this afternoon with Akron and Buffalo. We got conference championships this evening with USC, Utah, and we got FCS tomorrow. So we have a big day out here on the brand. You're damn right we do. On the brand, you heard what the man said. Now, he may have missed last week. It was Thanksgiving. People take days off. We didn't because we knew he'd be back this week. He is oh, our little energy booster, Mr. Chip Patterson. Good morning, sir. Come on, coach. Come on, Emory. You know COVID-29 can't hold me back. You know I got to be able to bounce back stronger than ever because when it's championship weekend, we empty the clip. We dump out the bucket. We bring everything that we've got because after this, how many slates do you have like what we have on Saturday? You do not spend 12 months a year pouring yourself into a sport with only 12 games just to leave anything on the table ready for championship weekend. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The dedication, the focus, and we focus for you. I couldn't say it any better than what Chip just said. So on Big Pick Energy Friday, 
We are laser focused. We are all set up, ready to go. There is no one. There is nothing that's going to take our focus away from what we're doing right here. Coach, you've got to be kidding me. Chip, Emery, I'm sorry to mess with the flow here, guys, but is this a joke? This is the last day of the World Cup group stages, and you're going to have no soccer, nothing on the show. You're going to have nothing but big pick energy. I refuse to allow that to happen. I'm not going to tell you how I got the code to get on the show. I'm not going to tell you who helped me get on here but I'm going to take care of all the World Cup fans that come here to watch for World Cup picks. You've got a day with Brazil and Serbia playing, and you're going to try to have no World Cup. That is inexcusable. Again, Emery, Chip, I'm sorry to bust in here like that, but Coach, that is not okay. How you may continue. You. How dare you ruin my flow. However, I am nothing if I'm not a professional. And you bring up a very good point. There are two games later this afternoon. Brazil, the tournament favorite, and Serbia and Switzerland. So, Buckets, I'm going to allow you to stay. But just sit there while the flow continues. Take the sunglasses. Is that a beer? Stone cold, you got to. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't smash two bottles together, though. That could have been really, really ugly. Uh, all right. <laughs> Sinful Saint says Buckets is drinking already. Pop a cold one. Buck is drinking already. Mark says, bro is drinking on the show. We're different. We're different. That's why everybody wants to be here. I will deal with you in a second, Buckets. But back to the show. And as we said, it is championship weekend. It is the last day of group stage. We are fired up and ready to go. But, Chip, at this time of the year, mm. sometimes it's not about who's the best team. It's about which team is together the most because people are moving, especially at the top. Start us off. Yeah, we want to talk about motivation. We want to talk about where's your head at because there's two teams that have really been at the center of the coaching carousel recently, and I want to try to diagnose you know, where this team's head at. So let's start in the American Athletic Conference where uh, Tulane head coach Willie Fritz last Sunday, it was widely reported that Georgia Tech was zeroing in on Willie Fritz, that they were going back and forth, that they were talking years, that they were talking money, and that there might be some other candidates, but that Willie Fritz was going to be their guy. Then Tulane makes an announcement that says Willie has informed us that he is going to stay at Tulane. So do you think that there is going to be a boost for the green wave or do you think that those players are like, coach, WTF, <laughs> you, you spent all that time. We had a championship game to prepare for. UCF already beat us once this year. Shouldn't you be spending time on the game plan? Not worrying about how many years and dollars you're going to get from this ACC school. So what are you going to do with Tulane? The second one is very recent. This is happening right now because Liberty loses Hugh Freeze to Auburn. Liberty that has a lot of money that they can throw around and they're no longer going to be an independent. They're joining Conference USA soon. And they have apparently decided that Coastal Carolina head coach Jamie Chadwell is their number one guy. Now, Chadwell reportedly won't make a decision until after the conference championship game, whether he's going to stay at Coastal Carolina, whether he is going to uh, take that Liberty job. So for Coastal Carolina, 
are the players like WTF coach? <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going to leave or are you going to go? Like, is this, is this going to be a spot where if I'm a sophomore, I'm looking at my head coach, he's trying to fire me up for the Sunbelt championship game against Troy. And I'm like, yeah, but you're going to be gone and I'm still going to be here in Myrtle beach. Not a bad place to be, but <laughs> I do think that that is something you've got to take into consideration. Again, coastal Carolina in the Sunbelt championship game, Jamie Chadwell currently connected. Uh, to Liberty, and then Willie Fritz says he's staying, and that's like great for Tulane, but is there any ruffled feathers from that whole flirtation with Georgia Tech? Uh, just always something to keep in mind uh, here at Championship Weekend. It feels like the wild, wild west, Chip. It really, really does. And when you throw in the transfer portal on top of the coaching changes, it just seems like everybody just doesn't really know how to move and what to do. It's, it's crazy. Exhausting. Maybe crazier. Yeah, no it's doubt about exhausting. it. All right. I tell you all the time, educate and entertain. These things are important. Teams that are not motivated. I've got a million examples over the years of bowl games where you bet on one team and they don't even show up. And this is part of the reason why. Chip, thank you very much. Now, I tell you every single morning here on the Early Edge that if you're not into the World Cup, I can't help you. It's been awesome. And Buckets, yesterday we saw more of the same. Japan down 1-0, scored two in the second half to beat Spain, and then Germany has to win by, oh, wait, now Costa Rica scores two. It was craziness. The upsets have been absolutely bananas. Quick update. Portugal scored in the first seven minutes. They're already up 1-0 on South Korea. Talk to me about upsets because we're getting ready to move into the group stage. Upsets have been the trend of the entire group stage so far in this World Cup. We have seen the most upsets in this group stage since the 1960s right now. It is almost impossible to find any teams that are playing with consistent, consistently right now with all of the crazy changes in this World Cup. Just yesterday, we saw the second team in the world, Belgium, not make it past the group stage. And in that group that also contained Croatia, who were the runners-up last World Cup, neither of those teams finished first. Morocco did. A team that everyone thought would get knocked out, no problem, won that group. And at the same time, Japan won their group with Japan, Spain, and Germany, sending Germany home. It has been absolutely insane, and it is an extremely difficult World Cup to bet, but we're going to do our best to help guide you, especially when we get to the knockout stage and you get rid of a lot of these extra variables like three games a week. I uh, I saw a very respected capper on social media say that the World Cup is the hardest soccer event to handicap ever. Would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree with that because you don't yep. have seasons worth of data to go off of. Especially mm -hmm. with COVID year and with everything, or with the COVID years and everything going on, these teams that usually play with each other a lot a year are playing with each other three or four times a year and build up to this. So it's extremely yeah. difficult to find yeah. that consistency. All right. Well, be very, very careful as we head into the group stage, which, by the way, even though Buckets didn't want them to, the United States of America is going through the early edge. We have your back, everybody except for Buckets, because he picked against you. You picked against the USA. You don't even have any red, white, and blue. Now, with all of that being said, you know when you stare at these three faces that they cost a lot. So we got to pay these pesky little bills before we get to our one of our incredible partners. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are back. For those watching on YouTube, this is The Early Edge. Listening on Apple or Spotify, driving around in your car, getting ready for the holidays, we welcome you too. Now, all of a sudden, I took my early edge sports line pick off the show because buckets showed up. <clears throat> but if you're not a sports line member, what are you doing? Use a promo code early, and I'll give you 30 days for free. You get the rest of the World Cup, all the college bowl games, NBA, NFL playoffs. You get it all for one little price of zero dollars. Now, we're going to do what we normally do. We're going to chop it up into Fridays and Saturdays. We've got Friday football today. We've got Saturday football, a ton of championship games to get to. So, Emory Hunt. We're gonna no, start. no, Coach, stop. We're not what? going with Emory. We're not going to – I got this. We're not going with Emory first. My game is first, okay? The World Cup is first here, and it should be the priority anyways. So, I'm going to give my pick first. Then I'll get out of your hair. But let me help you out here, guys. We have a 2 p.m. matchup between Serbia and Switzerland. And this is the exact same situation we saw with USA and Iran. Serbia has to win. Three points is all that will do it for them in this match, while Switzerland will move on if they draw here. So you will have Serbia attacking for 90 minutes and Switzerland defending for 90 minutes. I do not believe Switzerland can hold back this Serbia attack. With players like Mitrovic, Vlahovic, and Tadic at their disposal, Serbia is going to find goals here, and this map is going or this match will blow open once we see that first goal. Y'all know I love my safety net here. So Serbia draw no bet at minus 115. Incredible value for this matchup. Only one pick for me today. I'm kind of busy. I got a lot going on. So, Coach, I'm coming for you. Um, Serbia, draw, no bet. It is. I got to be honest with you. That version of buckets? Dangerous. It is dangerous. <laughs> it's a volatile wow. substance. Wow. Bucket said, zip it, coach. 
<clears throat> Papa don't take no mess. Buckets must have bumped his head. Oh, own it, Buckets. Oh, this version of Buckets is badass. Gentlemen, what have we created? And then there's a few people saying, Emery Hunt's looking at this like, why am I here? Why am I here? I'm the czar. This is below me. This was my life for 10 years, Emery. This was my life for 10 years. All right. So we've got Serbia draw no bet. You can't just look at the recap screen. You just heard Bucket. Switzerland might be the better team, but they don't need to win. That changes the motivation. Serbia draw no bet. That means a push or a draw. You get your money back. Now, let's get back to the flow. And I've been waiting for championship weekend all season long. So, Emery, if you don't mind, start us off on the Friday game, sir. You're up. Well, first, we get free football. When I said that earlier, I'm talking about a rescheduled game that was postponed. That's Akron and Buffalo. I'm pretty sure Akron wishes Buffalo forgot about this rescheduling because Akron is 2-9. and nine. Buffalo is going to go bowling. Buffalo is favored by 11 points. And guess what? Buffalo is going to smack <laughs> and smack around Akron, the zips. They're going to unzip and zip them back up. So, lady <laughs> points with Buffalo in this remake game. But we, at least we get one today at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Also, we have UTSA laying eight and a half points. I love that. Lay those eight and a half points with the road runners. We've seen in the last three years since COVID-19 hit, I think we're on COVID-23 right now, where we're going to we're seeing these experienced teams and experienced quarterbacks have success. Frank Harris has been one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I think the Roadrunners were overlooking UTEP a little bit, had to work a little harder against the Miners. They were anticipating this game here, this conference championship game. I think they hit the ground running, pun intended. Shout out to Acme and laid these eight and a half points <laughs> with UTSA. Also, USC taking on Utah uh, in uh, Vegas. This game was in Salt Lake City earlier. Great place to visit. I I have all <laughs> kinds of stories about the time I went to Salt Lake City. But I will say this. USC's offense and what I saw last weekend from their defense against Notre Dame, albeit against Notre Dame, I thought we showed a little fight from the Trojans, pun intended, fight on. I look for them to carry on that performance and have a bounce back game against Utah. So I like them laying these two and a half points tonight. Um, in a Pac-12 championship game. Big Cheesy says, USC, USC, USC. However, our man M Squared, Mikey, is in the chat. He says, Utah. Chip, I know you agree with Emery. Back him up. Back him up. Oh, yeah, we're going with USC. These are different teams than when they played earlier this year. Uh, Cam Rising is very different. Honestly, I don't think he's been right since we saw him as a late scratch in that Thursday night game. And he's been, you know, back in action. He had a bunch of yards against Colorado. He still has been productive, but he did something in that USC game that I don't think we've seen as much from him. And those are designed quarterback runs. Cam Rising is a battler, but he has not been 100% coming down the stretch and this Utah team I don't think has really been a hundred percent coming down the stretch USC on the other hand Caleb Williams he is daggum on one right now he's playing with so much confidence and he infects everybody else in this offense with confidence I think the rhythm that they're in is absolutely fantastic and Emory is right I think that while look USC's defense is not awesome now but they went from being one of the like 25 to 30 worst defenses in the country to now being good enough 
to be able to get this team to the playoff. I think that the defense playing better uh, is part of USC playing its best football here at the end of the season. I think that Utah might have played its best football game already earlier this year against USC. So I am with Emory right here. Now I am laying the two and a half points with the Trojans. I'm also going to take a look at that Cayusa championship <laughs> game, which of course you can watch on CBS Sports Network in the Alamo Dome because we've got a total of 69 and a half. Now these two head coaches, Jeff Trailer and Seth Luttrell, and these two teams have played each other three times since the start of 2020. 49-17 UTSA, that's 66 points in 2020. 2021, 45-23 North Texas, that's 68 points. And earlier this season, 31-27 UTSA, 66, 68, 58. <laughs> None of those are 69 and a half. Plus, we've got the rematch factor where these teams have already gotten a chance to look at each other. Plus, both of these teams are missing skill position players. I think this one's a, a little bit of value on the total. So uh, I, I tend to lean with Emory as well, but my play is going to be on the under. I think UTSA is probably the most underrated or just under um, paid attention to team in college football. They're a really good team this year. So I and think they, that's going to change because yeah. they're on their way to the American Athletic Conference. I think that they have been held back by playing in Conference USA. And when they go to that other league, and they start like going up against Temple and they start going up against ECU and they start going up against Memphis and they start bringing the fight to them as well. It's, it's going to be a different national recognition. Won't take as long for uh, Jeff Trailer to get the Roadrunners up in the top 25. Educate and entertain my man, Chip and Emery. Educate and entertain. But a little dissension in the ranks, gentlemen. Reed says, oh, damn, don't make me pick between mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> then Sinful Saint says, making us choose between Mikey or Chip and Emery is just heartbreaking. But that's what this show is. We tell you all the time. Nobody talks to each other before the show. Everybody has their own opinions. And sometimes we agree. Sometimes we disagree, which is why you got to watch and listen to the information. Now. Oh, yes, it's time for Saturday. That's what they just said in my ear. It's time for Saturday. So, Emery, let me look at my notes. I knew. I just knew you'd take care of me with Jackson State. I just knew you'd take care of me with the SEC championship. Let's go to Saturday, sir. Yeah, we'll start with that SEC title game. This was, what, 16 and a half for Georgia against mm -hmm. LSU. Now it's 17 and a half. That tells me that, hey, take LSU in the points. You'd have taken LSU in the points at 16 and a half as well because LSU's defense matches up well with Georgia's offense. To be completely honest, they play a same uh, similar style of game. Both offenses do. Both defenses really do. The difference will be, I think, LSU's offensive line, because of the youth that they have at the tackle spots, are going to see a lot of bull rush coming from Georgia's defensive line. And that's the one concern uh, if I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm going to take LSU on the money line. But in terms of keeping this one close, mobile quarterback, check. Defense, check. Difference maker at linebacker, check. LSU actually has a better secondary, in my opinion, pound for pound. I think they match up really well versus Georgia. So this one will be a lot closer than that 16.5-point spread or 17.5-point spread. Take LSU and the points. Jackson State, I love that you guys talked about coaching and, you know, who's going to be locked in, whether or not the coach is going to leave or not. Here's what I think. One, Deion Sanders will be back at Jackson State. And I also like how Chip brought up you know, UTSA moving up to 
the American Athletic. The reason why I think that's key, because think about Conference USA and where it currently stands. They're rebuilding their, their whole thing. You got teams now in Alabama, teams in Texas, teams in Louisiana, teams in Tennessee, Kentucky. Damn, there's a big ga gaping hole right there in Mississippi. Wouldn't it be grand for Jackson State in their average of 45,000 fans a game? And that big old stadium they got down there and that big old brand they got just to move up to Conference USA and fill the whole southeastern part of Conference USA, that's the smarter play for Deion Sanders. But I digress. Let's get back to this game. Minus 20 and a half against Southern. They beat Southern 35 nothing earlier in the season. I like the under as well, under 50 and a half. What Southern does well, spread you out, up-tempo offense, throw the ball all around the yard. What Jackson State does well is get after the quarterback, play great coverage, and turn the ball over. I don't see many points from Southern coming in this ballgame, so I'm laying the points with Jackson State, and I'm also taking the under. Incarnate word. Hey, another coaching situation where G.J. Kenny is going to now go up the street to Sam Marcos and take the job at Texas State. What does that mean for this game? Well, it probably doesn't matter anyway because Lindsey Scott Jr. has been in college football for 16,000 years, so he's just as old as a coach. He probably could coach the team himself. I like Incarnate Word going over this total against Furman. We know Incarnate Word, if you've been following the show all year, they score a lot of points, but they tend to give up a lot as well. I think Lindsey Scott may play himself into the Walter Payton Award, which is the FCS equivalent to the Heisman Trophy. I think they go out with a win here and lay the nine and a half against Furman. Furman was looked sus uh, suspect last weekend against Elon. They just couldn't convert once they drove the ball down the field. You don't have to worry about that with Incarnate Word. They will put the ball in the paint often. And lastly, Mike London is my coach of the year in the FCS for what he has done with that William & Mary program, a sleeping giant in Williamsburg, Virginia. I would love to lay these 10 points with them. I will also take the under. Trey Lamb, young coach, former quarterback, what, four or five years ago at Tennessee Tech. Now he's a head coach at Gardner-Webb, won a conference championship, now has his team with a playoff win and going into the second round. But I think the defense of William Mary takes control and is able to curtail their offense and steal some possessions back. So I like the Tribe minus 10, and I also like the under here as well. Big Cheesy 707 says, where can you get the education and picks like these? These cappers are the best. Got to love the early edge. Big Cheesy, I feel you. It's called putting in the work. Start going to the classroom and figuring oh, it out. Coach, before I before I, I hate to cut you off again, but again, guys, these FCS lines will be up Saturday, probably around 11, 11 15 on all your favorite sports books. But we use Caesars here. Caesars usually has them around that time. So yes, you can play those games then, those FCS games, but you can also get the SWAC one today because it's already up on Caesars. So I digress. Boom. Chip, you're up. We start with an absolute wagon. <laughs> the Ohio Bobcats are a wagon, and we don't ride the wagon all through the season and then jump off now. We've got Ohio catching points. The same Ohio that is nine and two against the spread on the season. They lost their star quarterback. Oh, no, are you jumping off the wagon? Well, in the first game without their star quarterback, they still covered the spread by 18 points. And they're going up against the Toledo team that, frankly, I like to fade. 
I think that they've got uh, some of the most talent in the MAC. I think they've got some of the best resources in the MAC. I think this is one of the most underperforming teams in the MAC this year. And I understand that they might be getting their quarterback back, but I don't think that matters. Toledo, four and seven against the spread on the entire season, one and five when they're away from home. The Glass Bowl is a great name, and it's apparently the only place where they cash tickets. And <laughs> let's look at the last couple times out. Because the last two times out, Toledo was a 17-point favorite against Bowling Green, lost outright. Last week, 8-point favorite against Western Michigan, lost outright. We ride the wagon all the way to a MAC title. We take Ohio. We take those points. Finally, because you know you want to have some action at the very end of Conference Championship Saturday, we are buckling up in the nice temperature-controlled environment of Lucas Oil Field because it's just, when you're a skill position player, it just feels good to get out there and run. You know, you've been in the Big Ten. Purdue had to play a game in 35-mile-an-hour wins, and they've got a passing offense. They are going to love to be able to get out there and flex a little bit. We know that Jeff Brom, 3-0 and against top three teams. We love to call them the spoiler makers. But I think the play is going to be that in their efforts to spoil Michigan's shot at a second straight Big Ten championship, they're going to be able to get us points. And everything that we've seen from Michigan, yes, has included the ability to roll off these explosive plays. They did it against Ohio State. They're going to do it against Purdue. And an interesting wrinkle here, because I'm sure you're thinking, Chip, they just announced that Blake Corum is out for the rest of the season. You know what? Why are you now jumping on this over? I was actually hoping the news would mean the total would go down, giving us even more value, but the smarties are on my side <laughs> because the total has actually gone up as the limits have increased. This thing was around 51, 51 and a half on Thursday, uh, on 52 on Friday morning. So let's go ahead and let's jump on it before it climbs even more. We go Michigan, Purdue over 52. I love championship games so much and playing indoors on a fast track. You saw what Michigan did to Ohio state last week and this total is where it's at. Oh, Jeb, they can score 50 on their own. Oh, they, they, they did 49 against Iowa last year yeah. in this building. Yeah. So hundred percent, oh, you know, when they want to show out. Uh, yes, Emery, what do you got? Well, I, I saw the chat and someone asked about their Sac state, their Sacramento state, they're playing Richmond. I see it right now is at 16 and a half for Sacramento state. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to choose defense over offense. Sac State's defense is excellent. Lay those 16 and a half points as it is today. Some tomorrow it may be less than that. If it goes less than 16 and a half, sure, take it. Um, I that's the that's the number I'm comfortable with. 16 and a half. But I do think Sacramento State, if you want to take them on the money line, whatever that may be, sure. But I do think 16 and a half is a great number for the Hornets over the Spiders. All right, look at that. Extra picks, extra leans, extra information. Always. Now, Paul says, Coach, we're begging for you to bring back cash with the coach for the early show. I'm thinking about it, but I don't need to when I've got these guys. I don't need to when I got buckets. And by the way, buckets is in the chat, and he's telling you that literally during the time Chip gave his take and his Saturday picks, we had two goals in the World Cup. Uruguay, who hasn't scored at all, has scored a goal. South Korea, they tied Portugal 1-1. If you're not into this, I don't know what to tell you. This is amazing stuff. All right, grab your paper. Grab your pencil because it's a full recap today on Big Pick Energy Friday. Look at Emory Hunt. He's a busy, busy boy. Buffalo minus 11. That's an extra game. It was snowed out a couple of weeks ago, so it's not a championship game. It's just Buffalo going to lay the wood 
to Akron. Then UTSA, that starts championship week for us, minus eight and a half. Then USC, minus two and a half. They're playing in Vegas. And I can tell you, I live in Orange County. USC, their backers are fired up for a chance to get to the playoffs. Then Saturday for Emory, LSU in the SEC championship game. This is a big, big number if you want to bet on Georgia. So <laughs> tread very lightly in that one. Then Jackson State minus 20. Now, we're also going to give you totals in this game. Jackson State Southern under 15 and a half. Then Incarnate Word minus nine and a half. Same game over 63 and a half. Then William and Mary and the under 61 and a half. Nobody does FCS like my man Emory. Then Chip, he's also on USC. Now, I will say, full transparency, M squared is on the Utah side. I will say, that the last score, if you just look at the score, very misleading. USC was up double digits for most of the game. And then it was the last five minutes that was bananas that allowed Utah to win by one. Then we'll go with the under in that UTSA game, uh, 69 and a half. And then Saturday, Ohio, they have been an absolute buzzsaw. The Bobcats should not be an underdog in this game. We'll get them at plus three. Love that. Then Michigan, Purdue over 52. Take all your money from Friday and Saturday and just lay it on the nighttime game in the Big Ten. Then our man Buckets. This game starts at 2 p.m. this afternoon. Serbia, draw no bet. You heard his Chick-fil-A nuggets of the day. Switzerland only needs a draw to move on. So we'll be playing a little bit more careful. Serbia, they've got to be aggressive. Let's go with Serbia, and let's go with the goals. And by the way, as I was talking, Uruguay just scored again. Again? <laughs> again. And they're up 2-0 in the first 30 minutes of this. these two games. Four goals. Come on, Ghana. You had it. You started the game. We know know Ghana can score. Let's go, Ghana. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if this is the last big pick energy Friday of the year, but if it is, gentlemen, right here publicly, I want to tell you, it has meant the world to me to develop this, to build this, and I can only imagine what it's going to be like for next year. So if you guys are not on the early edge again, which I think you will be, any last messages, 15 seconds or so, Emory, for the good people that watch our show every single day? I appreciate the fan interaction, feedback, and the fact that this show is growing, like I said before when I was in New Orleans. But I love the fact that we are the only place that talks FCS football and alternate league football's uh, games as well. That makes us unique, which is why we have such a great fan base. You're damn right. Chip? Our diversity of opinions our ability to attack this from uh angles of comedy and information of education and entertainment uh it it is something that i enjoy to take in even on days that i'm not here so very very happy to be a part of it i tell you what i tell people this all the time we started this show two years ago we have not missed a day in two years not one day have we missed and i've been 10 years at the wwe 10 years at espn i will say it till the day that i die I have never had a more fun job or experience or group to work with than I do right here at Sportsline Early Edge. And I mean that. I don't just say it. I mean it. I love you two clowns. I love buckets. I love the entire crew. And with that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these Friday and Saturday tickets straight. To the pay window for my entire crew. Love them all. Chip, the Zaw, Emory Hunt, Buckets, and Jake the Snake always doing the work. You never know who's going to drop in on the ones and the twos. I am the coach. We'll be back this afternoon at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time for Early Edge and 5. More best bets for the night in sports. And, of course, at 4 p.m. Eastern time, our 
Week 13, prop extravaganza with Sia, prop stars, and Uncle Dave. In the meantime, tell all your friends, turn on those notifications. You don't want to miss one single second of all of this content at the early end. Good luck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.